this is Jeff Cobra, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, it's coming soon. Halloween, just a few days. Who has the best Halloween celebration? Is it Disneyland or is it Walt Disney World? Well, it won't take you long in this podcast before you realize who has really made Halloween amazing at the Disney parks. We look at both Walt Disney World's offering as well as Disneyland's to compare the two experiences. We look at theming, ambience, added attractions, entertainment, food, parties, and so much more. Even if you don't attend and pay for those exclusive Halloween parties, there is still Halloween goodness to be found in both parks. As we ready for this Halloween, we'll look at who does it best. Make sure you follow along on our DisneyAtPlay.com website where our posts will actually have a comparison sheet as well as a number of videos which really link up to the kinds of experiences you can have. One of the great things about visiting the Disneyland Resort just recently is I was able to capture some video of some really wonderful things that happen at Halloween. And then I realized I really haven't captured anything <laughs> video-wise of Walt Disney World. Um, that may be because my video wasn't really doing very well back in the days when I was seeing the uh, not-so-scary Halloween parties. But there's still Halloween going on, and yeah, I probably need to pick up and improve on my, uh, my filming at the Magic Kingdom. Notwithstanding, let's do uh, some comparisons here of how the two the two look. First of all, let's just talk about where do you go to feel like you're in the middle of the Halloween magic. When you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, there are two lands, but largely one land, that really focuses on Halloween. And that is Main Street USA at the Magic Kingdom. It's heavy, it's got bunting, it's got uh, floral arrangements, it's got lighting, it has um, a wonderful town square, feels like turn of the century kind of feel uh, for Halloween. Uh, and, and, uh, and most people who come to Walt Disney World during this time period think of Main Street USA when they think about going through the Halloween celebration. Lots of individual pumpkins that are carved with different um, different uh, caricatures on them. For instance, you'll see the Dapper Dans in pumpkins above the Harmony Barbershop. Things like that. Just, uh, or you'll see a, uh, an ice cream cone um, cut into a Halloween pumpkin over at, uh, at the corner ice cream shop. So those kinds of things just make it really kind of lots of fun. Also, I should mention that as you weave into Liberty Square, there are some lighter Halloween decorations that uh, a lot of pumpkins, uh, kind of a natural flow that kind of weaves your way to the Haunted Mansion, which is the ultimate um, symbol of Halloween at the Disney Park. So that's what you get when you're at the Walt Disney World Resort. What do you get when you're at Disneyland? Well, Main Street USA also has the very, a very similar, very comparable look to Disneyland. They didn't have the scarecrows that are kind of, that are uh, um, profiling different cast members 
in the square. But um, they do have a big, big pumpkin for photo opportunities right there in town square. And then they have all the bunting and all the pumpkins and all the lighting and everything associated with it. They'll also play music even on non-party nights at, on Main Street at Disneyland. Then, like Liberty Square, it's light in Frontierland, but there are some very distinct things that you'll find when you get there. One is a uh, Dia de los Muertos, uh, ofrenda kind of um, showcase that is not too far from Big Thunder Mountain's entrance. Um, but another one, and you won't see it except at night, is just a simple, I think it's an oak tree, and it's all ablaze with orange lights at night. And this is actually based on um, a, a book that was written about uh, the Halloween tree by Ray Bradbury. So it too is an, a nice little touch. So really comparably, Disneyland, Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom are fairly similar, a little, little heavier in Frontierland, where the difference shows is at Disney California Adventure. Now, for whatever reason, there is nothing, I, I can understand why there's not a whole lot of Halloween in Epcot or a whole lot of Halloween at Disney um, Animal Kingdom. However, you kind of could see some possibilities of stuff, especially as we get to the Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios. There's nothing there, but at Disney California Adventure, whoa. It is, it is another whole take um, that really feeds off of the um, Oogie Boogie theme as you, as you come to the entrance of it. There are big pumpkins in the shape of Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Minnie at the entrance to the Disneyland Park. But at the entrance, you, you're greeted by the Oogie Boogie Man who speaks to you um, throughout the day. And... Um, and then you head into Buena Vista Street, which is just a totally different look and feel. They have done a lot of black and purple draping. The trees are all aglow with purple lights at night. There's a saturation of purple. It's a big contrast to the orange that you get off of Main Street at Disneyland. This is just... Um, it, it is, there's bats kind of in the belfry of the Carthay Circle Theater. Um, there is blue and purple bunting all along the street. It is a, really a uniquely themed and kind of tied to the kind of a 1920s look, which is what a Buena Vista Street is all about. There is um, a statue of the Headless Horseman. And it's just a statue but at night there's smoke that comes out of it and you hear the, the, the laughter of the Headless Horseman and it's well lit and it's just, it's an iconic photo place. But this isn't where it ends. If you go to Cars Land, I can't begin to sh share with you how clever Cars Land has incorporated Halloween into its theming. In fact, what you're going to have to do is go to DisneyAtPlay.com because I have a video of Disney California Adventure during Halloween. And it is it is just very clever. There is a Dia de los Muertos 
um, car that's kind of almost like a big paper mache car. There's another car with a Halloween hat. There are there is music that has been adapted, kind of 50s style music that's been adapted to the land. Even the entire canyon along uh, Cars Land is lit up uniquely with greens and, and purples during uh, the celebration. Uh, it, is, it is really one of the most clever Halloween decors I have ever seen any park, any place, anywhere. It is really quite clever. Not all the lands at Disney California Adventure have themes. Uh, however, there is one little corner, Paradise Gardens Park, has taken that corner and made it a celebration of Dia de los Muertos. That's where you can um, see the uh, musical celebration of Coco during the day. Uh, but there are also um, little memory uh, recuerdos that you write. There are little pieces of paper that you write a recuerdo, a memory, or remembrance of somebody who has passed on that you miss, that you love, maybe you went to the parks with, and you hang it on these stanchions. And it's just, this whole area is flooded with with these beautiful recuerdos that are all lined there. They're um, beautiful themed area during the period, all with a lot of marigolds uh, to tie in with Coco and Dia de los Muertos. Really very, very cool and very unique and a, and a totally awesome Halloween kind of, or um, autumn celebration that is, that is culturally rele relevant to the people of Mexico and elsewhere. So you have, again, a very, a very involved thematic work at Disney California Adventure that also couples with Disneyland uh, just immediately says, whoa, Disneyland Resort has got a lot going for it, but it doesn't end there. One of there are, of course, wonderful attractions at the parks that kind of get you in the mood for the for Halloween, such as Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios or the Haunted Mansion. But at Disneyland, they have taken the Haunted Mansion and made a Nightmare Before Christmas overlay to it. Again, I have another video that showcases what this looks like from the moment you hear that you approach the mansion. It is all themed out to Nightmare Before Christmas. You hear this um, this special music. How do you describe that music? It's kind of like, um, not Calliope, um, but if there used to be metal musical discs that played. At any rate, um, and then you enter and you are just every part of, it's a haunted mansion, but every part of it has added some element of the nightmare before Christmas. And it's full blown when you get out to the cemetery and there's snow on the ground and you see Jack and, and it's just, it comes to life. The Oogie Boogie Man uh, towards the very end of the uh the ride it is an that is well and i can tell you when my daughter went to disneyland she said that was the highlight of her entire experience was seeing that attraction come to life now i know a lot of you are out there saying well why doesn't walt disney world do that and it's disappointing that walt disney world doesn't do that um how disneyland disney 
Walt Disney World says, well, you know, we have people who come every three or four years as opposed to residents who come all the time. And that is true. There are a lot of residents who come a lot of times, so they're looking for something different. And the people who come every few years are wanting their familiar thing, which is the Haunted Mansion in its traditional form. Still, uh, if you love Nightmare Before Christmas or if you love the Haunted Mansion, you have got to check this out. Walt Disney World Resort, in terms of entertainment, last year, as it was coming back in the initial months from COVID, provided character cavalcades during the day that were essentially floats from their um, Halloween uh, parade. This year, you get none of that during the day. Part of that reason is because they're celebrating the 50th anniversary and there's a 50th anniversary character cavalcade and so you don't get anything there. Um, but at Disneyland, yeah, beyond the musical celebration of Coco, which again, we have a video of, you see uh, a Halloween character cavalcade coming down the street at Disneyland and at night, they have Halloween screams, fireworks, and street party. It's, it's a, just a street party during the week. On the weekends, they add a firework element. You know how, um, well, just recently, the Enchantment fireworks have added uh, projection and lighting on Main Street. This is the same thing. It's kind of an older show, but hey, uh, Magic Kingdom's not offering anything. And here you have all of these kinds of offerings. Um, costume characters also appear not in both parks and in different costumes at Disneyland and at Disney California Adventure. And you can go and, you know, do a meet and greet or, you know, a photo with the costume characters. At Walt Disney World, unless you're with the party at night, you're not seeing costumed Disney characters in Halloween costumes. Um, retail, um, that's an interesting thing. I would say, yeah, they're definitely a retail presence in both parks, maybe slightly better at Walt Disney World Resort. Although this year I was surprised that there was as little Halloween offering as there was. Um, by the way, uh, Disneyland, one of the things I mentioned to my daughter is we were going through Disneyland, you know, because we wanted to buy an ornament from Disneyland before we left. And the one thing we noticed is that there was no permanent Christmas store, year-round Christmas store, at, um, at Disneyland. There is one in Liberty Square and Magic Kingdom. There's one in Germany at Epcot. There's one, um, um, it's a wonderful... Um, it's a wonderful Christmas, I think is what they call it. It's a wonderful holiday. It's a small, intimate shop on the back of Disney's Hollywood Studios. It hasn't reopened since COVID. Um, but they have had a year-long Christmas offering. Um, and just this last week or two, Disney, uh, Disneyland has finally taken its old photo corner and completely redone it. It used to be called Carefree Corner too because it was kind of a hospitality place. You'd go in and sign your name. At any rate, it has been completely changed over to a holiday shop uh, with Halloween decorations and other decorations beyond Christmas. But it's a slew tall holidays, but mostly Christmas. But still, 
very impressive to see a brand new permanent store um, fixture at at Disneyland. Although the shop right behind it, and I can't give a name to it, had a big tree in it. And during the year, they actually change out the tree to Christmas or fall or spring or summer. And, and they hang a lot of ornaments on it or do decor and decoration on it. So they've had an element, but they've had, this is a much more defined element that they have in terms of retail. Food. Well, there's some really great food and beverage offerings. Um, and last year, again, coming out of COVID, Walt Disney World um, provided during the day and night, um, during operational hours, uh, Halloween um, themed foods. But that has kind of changed this year and it's really just largely, now mind you, they've also come into the 50th and they've got scores of 50th anniversary Halloween food um, choices. So I kind of don't blame them for that. But at Disneyland, uh, they provide it day and night. Doesn't matter. And there's wonderful things that you can get. There are crazy churros. There are um, desserts. All sorts of fun uh, foods that you can have um, that are themed and tied to Halloween. And you can have it whether or not you're at the party at the Disneyland Resort. Um in terms of Disney Springs at Walt Disney World and Downtown Disney, you can find some Halloween merchandise and an essence of Halloween at both. Used to be Downtown Disney, uh, Disney Springs used to hand out candies. I, I think that's gone away now with in the COVID period. Um, so it's really almost about the same in both places. The only thing else I should mention resort-wise that is totally unique, totally cold, totally different than anything is that at Walt Disney World, Fort Wilderness campers take on their own Halloween celebration and they decorate big time for Halloween. And if you get a chance to go to Fort Wilderness during the Halloween period, you will be treated to an amazing uh, set of um, campsites that really celebrate uh, a down and out kind of Halloween parties. So, so um, if you get a chance, be sure to go to Fort Wilderness to check that out. Finally, what about the parties? Well, um, there are parties this year at both at Walt Disney World for so many years. It has been Mickey's Not So Scary. Halloween party that had a big parade, had a big castle show, had big fireworks, had lots of candy to hand out, lots of character meet and greets. It has been a widely well-received party for years. My favorite part of that has been the Headless Horseman walking down in front of the parade. Uh, we have absolutely enjoyed many years of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties. With the pandemic, they didn't do any last year, but they came out with what's called the Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which frankly was disappointingly less. With no stage show and with only character cavalcades, 
um, it has become, and with a price tag far above and beyond, what was Mickey's Not So Scary. It's hard to tell where Walt Disney World Resort is going in terms of that Halloween celebration. There will always be one. Will it be called Boo Bash or Not So Scary? Will they return some of the elements they didn't have before? It's, it's only remains to be seen what it looks like next year. We do know that the Christmas parade's coming back this year, so that suggests, I don't know why they didn't put the Halloween party back in for this year, but it does suggest that it'll probably come back next year. What about Disneyland? Disneyland's Magic Kingdom used to host that party. Now it's hosted at Oogie Boogie Bash. They felt strongly with the add-on of Star Wars that there would be so many more crowds going into that new section of the park that they wanted to keep that park open longer for day guests, and they moved the party at a, at great expense over to Disney California Adventure. Um, and it's pretty impressive too. They've got some very staged uh, meet and greets. You have all the decorations that we talked about, a parade and so forth um, that is happening during Halloween. And they also have Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark, which takes Guardians of the Galaxy as their Tower of Terror been rethemed, and it's a great attraction during the day, but after hours, they turn off a few more lights and kind of make it a little on the creepier side as to what has been released by the Guardians. So it is an interesting... Now, the hard thing about um, when we wanted to go to Oogie Boogie Bash, but by the time we had decided to go, which was over a month ago that we went, we only decided a week prior. But by then, all of the Halloween tickets had been given out uh, for the season. So you have to really work hard to get to the Halloween events that are held at, at uh, Disney California Adventure. So, yeah, comparison-wise, who am I kidding? It's Disneyland Resort. Even if you didn't do the parties... It is just a better overall celebration of Halloween, which is disappointing because honestly, Walt Disney World could do so much more. Um, I see that Disney's Hollywood Studios could really, I mean, let's face it, this, this Haunted Man, Nightmare Before Christmas thing, it's not a great movie in my opinion, but it is a great theme and it's a great overlay and it's a lot of fun. And shame on shame on Disney MGM Disney's Hollywood Studios, sorry, for not taking it on. I think they need an entire dark ride, not an overlay of the Haunted Mansion. They need their own dark ride that would celebrate that attraction and um, and then uh, immerse it into the theme of the that time of year, whether it's Halloween or Christmas, that would be so cool. And the kind of decorations they have for Buena Vista Street and elsewhere, they could do so much more with um, with that. And and of course, there was kind of a Halloween Lego Star Wars uh, show on Disney Plus. Could that be themed? I don't know. Maybe that's too much, but. It, it does seem to me that there could be so much more for the Walt Disney World Resort in terms of Halloween. But I suppose first we've got to get through a certain pandemic. 
Thank you. Thank you for being part of this Disney at Play podcast. We hope you have a great Halloween in the meantime. Check out our videos at at uh, J. Jeff Kober on YouTube that showcase many of the things we did. You can also see links to them when you visit DisneyAtPlay.com. You definitely want to check out the uh, all of the videos that we have and subscribe make sure that you are getting notices of upcoming podcasts and posts as they are delivered also make sure you check out our patreon site which is a focus on all things disney at a level you can't go into elsewhere if just for as little as a dollar um, you help support this podcast and you get access to some interactive tools that really make studying and learning and 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 enjoying disney all the more fun thank you again for joining us and in the words of sinbad storybook voyage at tokyo disney sea and that's podcast go way back like number 37 or so always follow the compass of your heart have a great day we will see you real soon